Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. It's all about the boundaries. Welcome back, everybody, to the Divine Union Podcast. I am feeling quite silly today. <laughs> I just had a dance party with myself and Kali Buds. He is an amazing reggae artiste. And I love reggae, for those of you that know me well. Among many other genres of music. Today, we will be talking all about the boundaries. Why? Because this is one of my favorite topics of life. Boundaries is a super important topic to understand. Understand ways that... Others can violate our boundaries. And there's so many different levels of boundaries where, yeah, the more that we understand it, the more that we can assert them in life. Because I feel that life is just, it's communication. It's communicating with different people from different perspectives. And uh, consistently we're communicating and having to assert our boundaries or having to honor someone else's boundaries. And so, yeah, it's a topic that I love. And also, which I will be unpacking in much more detail to come on the podcast, all around masculine and feminine energies. But I'll be giving you little tastes here and there because it is a, it's a complicated topic to unpack. But so our boundaries, our asserting of our boundaries is our masculine energy. And you think about if you're in a conversation with someone and let's say they violate a boundary of yours. First, you need to go into your feminine. You need to connect to your body. Right? You need to connect to your feeling because usually when someone violates a boundary of ours, we feel it somewhere in the body. That's also how you can tell if a boundary is violated. So maybe you notice your body start to clench up or your jaw, or sometimes you can get cramps in the stomach. Sometimes you can clench your yoni or your butt. <laughs> but yeah, you, the body is a good indicator if someone violates a boundary. Maybe you notice your body start to get hot and you're like starting to become angry. <laughs> So the body, to go into the body, to really feel when someone's violating our boundaries, that's going into yin, it's going into the feminine, this tuning into self, right? Instead of being focused on the other, it's like, ooh, okay, let me feel into myself. How did that land for me? What am I feeling? So you have to go in your feminine to feel into what your boundaries are. And then the masculine the masculine is then the external, the projecting out. It's naming of the boundary. So it takes masculine energy to assert 
your boundaries. And I will also name that you can use humor like I did in my reel to also assert your boundaries. There's many ways that you can. We got about seven areas to cover on this episode, so I'm going to breeze through with as much ease and grace as I can. All right. Number one, physical boundaries. And so your physical boundaries, that is when maybe someone's touching you in a way that doesn't feel good. Maybe you're just sitting and hanging out with some friends and someone comes along and they like brush their hand along your arm. Maybe it just like feels icky. That's a physical boundary. Or maybe if you saw that reel of mine with Marv, who's my new boundary alter ego, boundary violator. Marv, right? Just showing up at someone's door trying to enter. That is invading a physical boundary. Or maybe you have a friend that asks to spend the weekend and uh, they're like invading your space. So you just don't feel good about uh, where they are in your home. Or maybe they want to share a bed with you and it's like too much, right? That is a physical boundary. All right. Emotional boundaries. An emotional boundary is, I like to think of it as If I'm telling a story, if I'm telling a story to someone and they just chime in with uh, their two cents, where it almost feels like entitled, where they're just like, ooh, you should not be doing that. That's a stupid idea. Or I would never do that. Or like, why would you do something like that? Almost with a judgment. Without just listening. To me, that's an emotional boundary. It's like you, I'm sure we've all, you've all experienced this. I know I have many times where someone just like gives you their advice and you're like, I didn't ask for your advice on my life about how I'm living my life, about my relationship, you know, what, so be it, whatever it is. I mean, so many people in this world that is like, well, that's the wounded masculine. That's the toxic masculine that we've all been conditioned to think like, oh, I'm just going to fix you. Or let me like be a teacher while you're a student. Let me tell you how it is without someone actively seeking out your advice about something. And I will also say in conversation, I like to name. So if I'm speaking to a friend and maybe I want to share something vulnerable, I will be specific about, okay, I'm going to share something and I want you to listen and receive me, but I don't want you to try to fix me because I'm not broken. All right, so I'll name it to prevent that from happening or to share where I'm at, what I'm looking for. And sometimes in a conversation, you might be looking for advice. So then you can say, I'm curious about your opinion. So it's a sensitive line. Yeah, emotional boundaries can be when someone's just giving you their thoughts about how you're living your life, what you're doing uh, without you asking for it, without you wanting it or inviting it. 
Okay, this is one that I have experienced on the dance floor at Ecstatic Dance. For those of you that don't know, I love to do Ecstatic Dance. In fact, I used to facilitate back in New York when I was living in Brooklyn. (laughs) I still do it a lot solo, and I put on events here and there. But this is the energetic boundary. This is a fun one. This is an interesting one. If you've ever been to an ecstatic dance, or even just in a room full of people, I'm going to speak about the ecstatic dance. That's like everyone's dancing, they're doing their thing, and at ecstatic dance, you can either be in your own space, you can dance with yourself, you can also close your eyes. The point is to release everything, to release, to just dance like no one's watching to be fully expressed. And people get ecstatic, like it gets crazy over time, you know, because you really start to loosen up and there's different kinds of music and beats that gets your body moving, that releases the energy in your body. And usually in an ecstatic dance, I notice there'll be like a couple people that are like zipping around the room zipping around the room, like almost bumping into people, like they're not conscious of other people's space and their energetic boundaries. And uh, we have an energy field. We have, like we have an aura, right? We have that energetic field. So like we feel it when someone gets too close to our energetic field. Or if you're just like, ooh, that doesn't, oh, I don't, I don't want to stand near that person, you know? Or, ooh, yes. I want to be close to this person. So that's tuning into the energy field and feeling into how your boundaries feel, how you're feeling, your level of comfort around a certain person. All right. Last transition to the spiritual. So I like to think of spiritual boundaries like... All right, so we are living in, well, we're living in a 5D dimension, if you believe in that, which I do. I'm a big Joe Dispenza fan, right? And there are, uh, we transcend time and space, okay? There are many different dimensions. And when you think about us transcending time and space, many different dimensions, right? There are also underlying forces that can impact us from past lives, from other dimensions, right? From our karmas. And so spiritual boundaries can be, I think of it as any outside force that is impacting your ability to connect with the divine and oneness with all that is. And for me, that can be negative thoughts, like even my own thoughts, right? That are just impacting my ability to feel connected to it all. I did a reel on this as well, the spiritual where it's like, okay, maybe you're meditating and all these like negative thoughts come into your mind. Or maybe you have weird feelings. Maybe in your dreams, maybe you astral travel. Maybe you have like weird experiences of these darker energies that are mm, inhabiting your body or around your person. And 
that can be a spiritual boundary violation. So it can be from other, but it can also be from self where you're too stuck in the mind and you're impacting your own ability to fully be connected to everything. Or maybe you're meditating and you're judging yourself. Like you're an idiot. How, you know, what are you doing? You think that you're connected to the divine. And it can also be other forces, human beings making comments about your spirituality. And that's why they have kundalini yoga, which there are actually certain kriyas for clearing your auric field, clearing your energy field, which I usually am good about doing it every morning. I didn't do it today, but that's a good reminder. Nicola, I will be doing it after this podcast episode where you clear your auric field of any negative forces, outside forces that might be impacting your spirituality, your aura which also there are outside forces from even social media. Like when someone even thinks a negative thought about you, right? That thought is like manifesting in the universe. It becomes like energy and that like negative energy, we can feel it at in a like at an energetic level. It can impact us. And so it's good to clear the auric field because you also want to clear maybe anyone who's thinking negatively about you or who doesn't have your best interest so that you're not carrying that energy in your body in the day. Financial boundaries. Financial boundaries. They say finances is one of the biggest reasons of causes of contention among couples. Which, ooh, yes, I have been there. So for me, that rings true. It's one of of the biggest. But financial boundaries would be someone either saying that asking to borrow money, and maybe you violate your own. Maybe you begrudgingly give them money. Maybe you don't want to lend them money. And then maybe they never pay you back. Or they're like, yeah, I'll pay you back, and they don't pay you back, right? That's violating a financial boundary. Or If you're in a relationship, maybe your partner just takes money from you. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll pay you back when I have the money in my account. But then they never do. I just made that one up. But, you know, it it can be someone using your finances, abusing your finances in a way that doesn't feel good. And perhaps you either already asserted a boundary and it's still happening Or they can violate it not knowingly, like unconsciously, and then it's on you to assert the boundary. So you can enter into boundaries both of those ways. All right, last one for this episode because I want to keep it short. I'm getting great feedback. People are loving the timing, the timing of these pods. So timing. Wow, that was funny. This last one is time. (laughs) Okay, yes, gracias for the synchronicity there. This last one's time boundaries. And that's, ooh, if you've been in those situations where you are, let's say, chatting with someone, and you're like, I got to go. And they're like, no, 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 but like, please help me. I'm working through this thing. And so you stay there maybe for five more minutes. And you're like, okay, I really got to go. Like, I have things to do. And they're like, no, but please, I'm lost. I need your help. Right there, like abusing your time, not honoring your time. 
That is a time boundary. That can also be if, you know, a friend or roommate is borrowing the car and you tell them that you have to, you have to leave at 11 and they're still out and it's 1059 and then they roll in and it's 1107. You're like, that wasn't cool. That is violating a time boundary. Zipati Duda. We just breezed through seven different boundary types. Now, this episode is in honor of my Boundaries Live Masterclass, which this was only a taste, my friends, because I only shared about a couple examples of ways that others violate our, our boundaries. However, there's also a whole nother layer of ways that we violate our own boundaries. And I will be sharing all about that in the masterclass. So come join me. Link in the show notes. You will be collaborating with me, collaborating with other people, hearing juicy nuggets and others' experiences. It is going to be fun. I can't wait to have you. Thank you, thank you, beautiful, beautiful people for tuning in to this week's episode all about the boundaries. It's been a pleasure. And until next week, may all your unions be divine.